0: Welcome, everybody, to the fourth ever GPS Training podcast. Uh, on today's podcast, we've got myself, John, and we've got Andy from GPS Training. Hello, and we've got Henry, who's also from GPS Training, and Shepherds Walk Holidays. Good morning. So, I'm one of the managing directors of Shepherds Walks Limited, which is the parent company of GPS Training, and Andy is is who are you, Andy?
1: I'm our technical <laughs> support. You call me the geek, but uh, I know you say saying in a nice way. But no, I do all the technical support in the office on the software and the gps devices as well as selling gps devices
0: and i'll introduce henry because actually henry's not going to tell say what i, I believe he should be saying he's he's multi-talented <laughs> aren't you henry that's <laughs> what you <are>. apparently <laughs> so because he works quite across uh, uh, many aspects of our business he works he's one of our trainers for gps training He delivers the courses in Fife is it? Fife Fife Lakes, Northumberland and Sherwood Forest. Fantastic and he's also one of our walking guides for Shepherd's Walks Holidays which is our walking holiday company so really we've brought him in because we're going to look at some of the products today and we're going to get Henry Slant on a a professional guide what he thinks and how he's used these out in the fields that's why we've got Henry in uh, today So as usual, we're streaming it live on Facebook. Um, so again, uh, if you not, don't, don't like our page on Facebook, please go along and like our Facebook. Just search for GPS Training on Facebook and like our page. Um, we're also going to put a copy of the live stream on YouTube at the end, um, and you'll be able to watch that from our website. So without further ado, let's get on with today's uh, podcast. we're going to look at in the podcast today we're going to look at the Garmin inReach which is a two-way satellite communicator from Garmin Um, we've also got a question about mapping we're looking at topo mapping and topo active mapping this is a a question that came in from one of the listeners of the podcast Um, so we're going to look at topo mapping and topo active mapping and describe what the difference is we're then, Because we're coming up to Christmas and it's our December podcast, we're going to look at the uh, sh- uh, uh, offers for December here at GPS Stream, which is the Oregon 700 and the E-TREX Touch 25, both Garmin <coughs> GPS units. We've got our top tips from Andy, our SatMap and Garmin top tips. And then we're going to also look at the video top tips, um, something we've started in the last six or seven weeks is the video top tips, which you will find in our online resource. We're going to look at those and explain to you guys what they are. Looking at SatMap Active 20, we're going to look at the back to replacement options for that uh, for that unit. And then the big debate, because it's December, we're going to look at what would we all want for Christmas, both GPS unit and what accessory would we like to wake up, for on, wake up to on Christmas day. And then finally, we're going to look at some of the courses and, um, and um, uh, other training um, experiences we have at GPS training um, in the rest of December and also January. So the first thing we're going to look at uh, and review in today's podcast is the Garmin inReach. For the people watching us live on Facebook, I'm going to hold up the Garmin inReach, uh, which is the Garmin 2-way communicator. So then I'm going to ask Andy initially, can you give us a brief summary of the InReach, Andy, what it does and how it works and uh, how it's different than a a normal Garmin GPS device?
1: Yeah, so the InReach products that we sell, as John said, they're a two-way satellite communicator. So like you hear people in in many parts of the world, if they haven't got a mobile phone signal, they'll use a satellite phone, which uses the satellite (coughs) system. This unit uses um, what we call the Iridium satellite system, has 100% coverage of the Earth's surface. It's the only two-way communicator to have that 100% coverage. I will come back to some countries that we've got to be careful with. And this
0: is the same satellites that a sat phone
1: uses, isn't it? Yeah, the military systems often use this as well. So what we mean by a two-way communicator, when you're out and about this device, out and about with this device, if you're somewhere off the beaten track where you've got no mobile signal, you've got peace of mind that you can send text messages to to friends and family, they can get it on their mobile phone or as an email with information about where you are, a simple text message as we would text from a phone saying, how are you doing, everything's okay, I'm I'm about to climb um, whatever mountain you're about to climb, which could be in a country where you've got no mobile signal. So it's that peace of mind knowing that when you're off the grid, You haven't got a mobile phone signal, you don't need a mobile phone signal to communicate with the device
0: and you send text messages and you can send these preset text messages can't you Or alternative you can physically type in a text message yeah so
1: unit. it's got pre before you go the idea of the unit is using the the planning software for the unit you can put in a load of preset messages it could be at the end of the day just telling your friends and family that everything's okay and you're safe Um, so you send that message every day at the end of an evening Um, so you can have all these preset ones as well as you simply typing in a message and sending it to your friends and family
0: And it also, people can see tracks where you are as well, doesn't it, so it's just a track point which people can see live.
1: Yep, so the the big thing again when you're walking with this device it's it's recording track points as you walk and you can before you go on a trip you send your friends and family a link to that trip you're about to do and at any time just using the internet they can log in and the, the setting we normally use every 10 minutes it set, it pings out a point of where you are again using the satellite system so no mobile phone needed uh-huh. and your friends and family can pinpoint you on a map where you are they can see you as you move across whatever country you're in. and the
0: other thing with that map as well people can send messages to you can't they so if you give people access to this map because it's a private map people can actually type in a message and send you a device so if you're out trekking for many many days in the himalayas or something like that people can actually send you messages via this yeah so,
1: so what happens is when you get the when you log in to this um url internet mm-hmm. address that you've been given by the person who's using the in reach unit um, you can set it so that that person can send you messages to That's see right. how you're doing you can't i mean th- there's some nice settings in the system where if you wanted just to broadly be sent out to many people um to show you where you are you can password protect it as well so that only people with a password can log in and you can't stop people sending you messages if you don't want people to send you a mm-hmm. message so it's got quite a bit of flexibility but the most important thing is with this inReach device that like your friends and family, when you're away from mobile phone signal, they can see where you are and you've got the peace of mind that you can send them messages as well.
0: And the key thing as well is it has on the side a SOS button, doesn't it? Thankfully, you can't accidentally press it. It's got a little bit of flap on. When you lift it up, there's a big black button with SOS and you press that What exactly what happens when you press the SOS button? So when you
1: press that SOS button, it goes to a worldwide monitoring station. It's called GEOS. It's an independent emergency organisation. The the headquarters in America, um, Houston, Houston, Texas. Texas. And basically, they'll get that message from your device that if you've pressed the SOS button, they're assuming you're in difficulty and you need the emergency services to come out and help you in whatever country you're in. What's nice with the unit, unlike some other devices on the market, when you send this message, rather than you sitting there thinking, has someone got this message, they actually reply back to you. Because you've registered the unit with who you are, your emergency contacts and your information, they'll send you a message back. If it was myself, it would be, Andy, we've got this message off you. Is everything okay? Now, if you're in a state where you can't manage the text back, they're not going to then ignore the fact you've sent that message. You'll then see messages coming through telling you that the emergency services and whatever country you're in are on the way and how far away they are from you. Uh Something I was going to mention earlier, I talked about the 100% coverage. So it's got this 100% coverage if you've got a view of the sky to send messages. But please bear in mind, if you're in a country that's having a civil war, at war, situations like that there is a list of countries on Garmin's website where yes someone can still see where you are but you're not going to necessarily get emergency services come out and rescue so you've got to have that little bit of knowledge that there's certain countries where you're probably not going to be in anyway hopefully but Mm -hmm. uh, but Otherwise, you know, you're going to get that help on its way to you if you've had an accident or something's happened. And it
0: looks and feels like a GPS Map 64s. It looks very similar to that. So, does it replace a GPS Map 64s? Does it replace a standalone GOM navigational yeah. GPS device? Yeah
1: i mean personally um i prefer for actual navigation planning routes all the things we're used to on a normal gps i still find a standard handheld gps more user friendly i mean it is not you know the fact that the unit does have maps on it if you buy the the, the explorer Um, Plus which has maps built in so you're going to see yourself move across a map it will give you a longitude and latitude and a few other formats of grid reference so you can see mapping on the screen but I still personally feel a designated GPS for planning your routes and Navigation. You're using this as an emergency two-way communicator yep. for that peace of mind yep. when you're off the beaten track.
0: And you've already said about these contracts. So it's like a bit like a mobile <coughs> phone contract. I mean, you said a
1: contract to work with these. So, what kind of price are these contracts then? Yep. So, with the unit, because you're using this, you, you, someone's got a pay obviously for this Geos Worldwide Monitoring Centre. It's not a free service. So, you do have various contracts with the unit. Now, the basic contracts start from twelve ninety nine a month. But what we find is the package that we tend to. use Use a gps training when we use the devices it's 25 pound a month but that gives you a peace of mind of a a number of texts that you're allowed to send obviously unlimited sos button presses hopefully you, you shouldn't need unlimited sos button presses but you know there's never going to be issue if you need to use the sos button but a nice feature actually of these monthly the monthly contract you can sign up for a year and then you pay every month, that works out a little bit cheaper. But you can, it's a little bit more a month, but you can just pick a month where you're going somewhere, yep. sign up for that month, have it for that month with a peace of mind, and then it ends after that month, and then you can start it again another month. So you do have that p- a bit of flexibility. And I think the best thing when you're on our website, if you look under the GPS store in the in reach devices, under frequently asked questions and answers, we list the, the tariffs and what you have yep. to pay for these subscriptions.
0: subscription this is our unit here This is our you know we use in Shepherd's walks holidays and uh, we paid this contract which is about 25 pound a month and that gives us 10 minute track points it gives us I think 40 text messages unlimited preset it also of course the SOS um, on not any package so we kind of think about 25 pounds because the main thing I seem to think is this track point where if you're on a cheaper package which is one is 12 13 pound packages you have to pay per track point I think you pay about 10 pence yes. per track point yeah. so we went for the more expensive Package and actually, I may add that I actually pay for this. So we, sadly, Garwin didn't give us a, a free package to try. So we thought it was that good. Uh, we invest our own money into it, and we pay that twenty-five pound a month, and, and it works really, uh, really well. Key thing as well, which again we'll talk about a little bit later when we talk to Henry about his use of it is it's got fantastic battery life. And I say we'll come back to yeah. that. So as overall, it's a, it's a we think it's a really nice uh, product. But there's other products in the marketplace. So before I starts emailing, there are the two-way. Oh, well, there's not no other but well, they are the two-way satellite communicators but there's other tracking devices in the marketplace and the main one of that is the spots the spot has been around with us for a number of years now the spot I think comes in just over 100 pounds 119 pound uh, 99 and, and we also use the Spot in, in, in Shepherds Walks Holidays, um, it's very different than the InReach because it's actually a one way, <coughs> um, it's more of a, tra- it's a tracking device, isn't it Andy? So the Spot you put onto yourself and you can track where you are, isn't it? That's yeah, right. so
1: with a Spot device, um, people can see where you are, they can log in the same as the InReach you can't send so you can send messages by pressing a button You can't. there have to be preset messages you don't have a keyboard, you don't have a screen so you can't type in individual messages there have to be preset messages and there's certain buttons that send those preset messages, but when you send those messages, you you don't get a notification yeah. back on a screen to say how you're doing, we've got your message so it is a cheaper unit It's it's someone who just wants that peace of mind I suppose, where they're not needing to do the two way communication, they're not wanting to chat when they're off the grid it's really just the people can see where you are and you've got that button you can press an emergency the same as the InReach.
0: Yes. We don't
1: have quite the same coverage, though. I know with the Spot, it hasn't got it. They don't say a hundred percent coverage of the Earth's surface. It
0: uses different satellites. Does it? it uses a lower in orbit, a lower orbit satellite. I can't remember yeah. which one it is. So it's the Iridium for the uh, InReach, but the uh, Spot uses a, a, a lower satellite. So it's not hundred percent coverage around the world, is it? I think that's no. the difference. And therefore, it's a little bit cheaper. Where it's seventeen pound ninety nine a month, or it's about seventeen ninety nine euros, I think it is, rather than pounds. Um, so it's a little bit cheaper. We don't get that two way communication with it the big thing I think with the spot so we use the spot in Shepherds Walks holidays for solo walkers so if you rang us up a few years ago with Shepherds Wars holidays and said I want to come on a walking holiday with you I'm on my own we wouldn't accept you onto that holiday but what we've started doing over recent years is saying yeah we will do it as long as you have a spot with you which therefore gives you the communication just in case you get yourself into problems but the real key thing about the spot is it's lightweight it's quite a small device it's got an absolutely stunning battery life on it it's like it's like 28 days or something like this, and the reason for that is it only gets a satellite signal when it's going to send a signal. So every 10 minutes, if this device looks for a satellite signal, gets its location, and then we'll send that up to the satellites, and that comes back down to earth. So we end up with this absolutely stunning battery life. So I know the mountain rescue in Northumberland they're using the spot because again they can just give it to people. They press a button. They don't need much training on it, and they, it really yeah. it's, it's it's a very it's a very different device well it's, it's it does a similar thing for tracking but I think for the two-way where well, you don't get that two-way you don't communication get the two-way
1: you? where you can see the messages coming back
0: yeah know? but it still use the same OS OS um, center doesn't it? And it's, yeah. So you've it's still it's
1: got a monitoring center where if you did have to press the SOS button, you, you 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 know that someone's on its way. I suppose it's just the fact you you don't get the message to say we're well, on the way, how are you doing? You know, which we do like in the in reach that you mm-hmm. get that message through. But it still does the job at the end. Of and the with
0: the spot, it's not a navigator at all, is it? So it is just a, a pure track yeah, There's so, no
1: screen on it, no maps with it. It's purely just that emergency. Press the button when needed. And
0: device. it just sits on a bit, bit of velcro, strap it on top of your rucksack. You've got a little carabiner clip. <laughs> just to clip on just in case that falls off and you, it's just straightforward you just press a button to start the day and it just keeps going all day long so again if you want a another product as well as your navigational GPS device so people can track you in that emergency or SOS, a spot's worth considering yep. for that isn't it okay so that's the other product within this marketplace with this spot as well as the Garmin inReach that we're already discussing so <coughs> moving back to the Garmin inReach we've discussed this at length already there's two models there's the inReach SE which is we've got three SE Plus sorry, which we we've got three nine nine, and the InReach Explorer Plus, which is four two nine nine nine. So then, Andy, what's the main difference between these two units?
1: It is purely the mapping. The, the, the unit that's 42999, the Explorer Plus, has mapping preloaded on it. It's topographical mapping, originally done by a company called DeLorme that Garmin took over to, to take this product on. They'd they, they marketed the product for many years, um, really well known company. It's great mapping. Um, you can get mapping for all over the world for free it comes loaded if you buy it from this country you get all of Europe loaded on it and there's a few extra African continents loaded on it as well again you can get that information from our website under the questions and answers but you can download mapping for any country and this topographical mapping that does have contour lines land made man-made features it's a nice map actually so there's not a lot of difference in the price we've got the InReach explorer plus reduced a little bit at the yeah, moment to the yeah. 4299 so it makes that a bargain considering you're getting worldwide yeah. mapping with it if you didn't want mapping and you're really wanting it just for that emergency communication and um, the model the se plus at 399 that's the only difference it's a black and white screen you can still record a track recording that you can track back on a line still get grid references that sort of information everything the same as the explorer plus you just don't have the color screen with the mapping, that's the difference. Mm.
0: So keep going back to this. this is actually our in reach that we've got with us. It's got a, a, a backpack tether on it. You hear the Velcro backpack tether. So I attach this onto all our GPSs at the business because otherwise people will lose them. So they can give it to the guides, they strap it onto the rucksack and they use them. So Henry's one of our guides from Shepherd's Wars Holidays as well as working for GPS training. So he's been using this really for the last year. Henry, I mean, you do this on a number of walks over to Holy Island and you do our three peaks in three days and you've also done a St. Cuthbert's Way as well. So the story I'm going to bring in is how we use this when you're on three peaks in three days. Do you want to tell the story or do you want me to tell the story? It's quite
2: That's a why I'm here isn't Let me tell the story. <laughs> um, the well customer. So, <laughs> yes. <coughs> Normally when we walk, we have a group of people and they stay pretty much together. We try and keep them together. But this day, we had one that wanted to walk on our own at the back of the group, which I told her wasn't, you know, uh, legally that shouldn't happen, but she insisted. So we try to keep an eye on her. So the third day we were going up Ingleborough and it was really foggy uh, and I kept trying to keep her in touch and I don't really know what happened. She just, I don't know if she went astray, but she seemed to get way behind the group. As we got to the top, I said to the group, look, I'll go back. You can pretty much only see about, I don't know, 10, 20 yards of you looking in front of you uh, and <clears throat> anyone that's been up Ingleborough on a misty day will know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so I started to go back down the hill um, and somehow she passed me. So I got to a point where I waited, but you know I didn't realise at the time. But the inreach—that's tracking everywhere I go. That's right, and it's quite flat on the top of Ingleborough. So this Ingleborough,
0: yeah. in the York the third day, the three peaks in three days walking holiday. It's as you, if emmy has been up there. It's, I I always think um what's. Is, Brief encounter of the third kind, it's always that flat mountain. That's what I always yeah. think it looks like. So, as you hit the top, you follow some cairns as you go across, yeah. or some stone cairns. But actually, there's loads of different routes, and there's not just one path. No, and you, you think this, is, this is
2: why I think that's why you managed to miss each other in the mist. Isn't well, it? my concern was when you get to the top, you literally turn 90 degrees, don't you? To go to the center, but in that weather, you could keep going and miss the top, exactly right, and yeah. go past it. And that was my concern. But somehow, I don't know how she passed me. But I'd got to a point where I thought, well, I'll wait here. She'll come and get me eventually. And then I got a call. So, uh, she got to the top, but I'd passed the group at the top as well. And the group that came across some other people that had met her. And they said, oh, we've passed this uh, woman that's with your group. And they, they said, where is she? And I went, oh, she's going down the other side. So she was already past me and past the group. Right. At which point they rang the office and the office rang me. And then you know I tracked back, but the office could see where I was, which was the beauty of the inreach. Yeah, I think that should I needed. It- in emergency, if there's not a telephone signal, as we've discussed already, you can send a message, and you would have got that. But you would have seen there was something up because you would have thought, see well, wait, that. He's going, "Why is he going back?" So yeah. you would immediately know. And yes, yeah, so the situation really in the office—it was a Tuesday. Um, well,
0: lunchtime, just after lunchtime. World's well, uh, nice and peaceful. Henry's out in the <laughs> upstairs. We've got other groups out. have got loads of people out. Suddenly, the telephone goes uh, onto our um, emergency tele—well, exactly, emergency telephone—went to our Shepherds Wars Holidays. Hi, uh, with a group at the top of um, Ingleborough. Henry's not with us. He's gone back to look for somebody that walker has arrived with us okay right so what do we do we got the inReach we could bring up the inReach software we could see where Henry is in total relation to the summit and via the inReach because he was out of mobile phones so here we could communicate with him via the inReach so we sent him messages saying your walker's at the top get yourself back up to the summit and that was brilliant that was brilliant so actually it, a situation that could have potentially turned into quite a, a problematic situation was was saved by this Garmin inReach because we could see where Henry is we could see where he was in relation to the summit and we could get him back up to the summit to get the group who potentially would be getting Cold and getting them back off, back mm-hmm. off the top. I may add at Ingleborough where you left
2: them, there is a big stone cross, isn't there? So I yeah. think they were well sheltered. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty miserable day, and they wanted, to, they didn't want to hang around, and them waiting as well sort of slightly disrupts the group score, mm-hmm. sort of So the nice thing is as well, again, how long do you get? Are you getting a couple of days battery life out of that when you're out Oh, out of- easy. Ah, that, it's never ran out on me. So you've yet.
0: been, I think, when you've been away for three days walking, you've just used it for all three yeah. days walking. That's I mean, you can
2: charge it every night if you want to, but there's no real need.
0: And the thing is as well, no, we can send you messages. You've sent us messages. There's these preset messages that we've set up as like our preset messages. Everything's okay. This am or things are potentially getting uh, problems are potentially happening. I don't need. I don't need help. Or I'm potentially this is getting into a bad situation. Those are the three presets that we've set up. And actually, when you press a preset, you select which preset that you want to send. And I think that it's quite a nice way to navigate around because I think the text on the screens quite small I, I know I wear a reading glass you okay mm, typing or
2: not it uh, is a little small because I wear contact lens as well so but it's it's easy to use because it comes up and says do you want to do this yeah so it's a case of yes I want to do it start tracking and then it starts and that's it just keeps tracking all day and then if you want to get your messages you simply go back to the menu and select yeah it's yeah. like a mobile phone really
0: it is and it also for us it keeps us tracking of where the guides are and this kind of thing and we've used it for our Hayden's war trips we've used it for all our guided trips and we give it to our guides but and the training another first time Henry was given this he was actually going out to Holy Island with a with group and walking across the pilgrims route comes in the office on Friday morning Henry take this in reach with you what, what do I do with this and literally I'm gonna say three four five minutes of just showing. oh that, that makes, makes total three, sense months, yeah. wasn't yeah. it and, yeah, it is, and yeah. by the time you were finished doing that group you were texting us back and messaging mm-hmm. us and this kind
2: of Things so it was easy for you to pick up. It's user it? friendly, it's not you know, you don't need to be orientated oriented. No. The actual using
1: the it? unit and the actual setting up of the unit. Um, you do for for online, you hadn't done the setting up but when a customer buys a unit from us we put in that big guide that talks you through how you set up the unit and create your account so that's already been done Mm. and as you've found it's so user friendly when you're out there with it it is, yeah, and I
0: think a product has to be user friendly because it's not something you're going to use every day, you are going to use the tracking, but actually when you hit an emergency situation something goes wrong You've never done this before. You might have not used this messaging for a number of months. It needs to be very, very straightforward. Otherwise, you're going to go, oh, I can't remember how to use this. Well, thing. if it's going to save your life, which it can do, it needs to be easy to use. And I see that because I've given to a number of guides and not one guide has come back and went, I can't work this. No, every guide, literally no no training. We're actually giving a guide, a, a GPS unit. Often, you need to spend a bit of time mm. just talking mm. through how to use that. So, overall what are your thoughts on it Andy what do you think the future is for it and do you think at the end of the
1: day I think it can save lives we've got stories all over the world where it has saved lives people can see where you are you can communicate easily get messages back anywhere in the world again it's that two-way communication. We're to, we normally think about it being used on land. You've got to remember sea. Yeah. People doing you know these treks in, across the ocean in yachts. One we've got one. a guy at the moment, haven't we? He's doing yeah, the that's what's city, made me think. City we've, city got, Atlantic. we've got a gentleman who's sailing the Atlantic using an in-reach so his friends and family can see where he is at any time. So when we say 100% coverage, we're not just talking about land, we're talking about sea as well. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, it, it can be a lifesaver. And the unit having maps on, you have got some functionality of... Of navigation with it the same as we would with a, a standard handheld GPS or no, a lifesaver
2: do you feel more confident you use
0: walk or leading a group with that
2: Henry or not I think it's a must as well I mean you know I'm relatively new to this world on I wouldn't be doing this about a year and I wouldn't have used a GPS before and I think they're a must mm-hmm. so both of them because especially if you're with a group of people because if something does go wrong like a day like that and you don't know it's gonna happen because the weather comes in you know quite quickly I would say it's a must because at least you've got the SOS facility you? And you know someone's gonna be there for you. Yeah. Whereas with the GPS unit, they're great and they will save your life as well. But you've got to be able to use it and get yourself back. Exactly Whereas the right. inreach? Someone can come and get you. That's and brilliant. also someone can see where you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. So we do that when we've got
0: groups that We do keep an eye on where they are, whether they're using the spotter as a solo walk or the in-reach, We will keep an eye because again, for us, if we're still in the office at five o'clock and we still see that a group still got a. a Four or five miles to go. Actually, we will often contact the guys. Is everything okay? Why yeah, yeah. aren't you at your accommodation? And therefore, it gives us that peace of mind. It's often simple. Oh, it's a lovely day. We're not rushing. That's not a problem. Yeah. So for us, it just it helps us keep yeah. an eye on what's going you, on.
1: You could save someone else else. Get me, you could save someone else's life. You could come across someone on a mountaintop. It has happened before, yeah. where they're no, often you have to say, "I'm going to walk down the hillside and get a mobile phone signal." You know, you find someone else who's in distress you know you can use it again to summon help for that person mm-hmm. it's it's, yeah. so many, yeah. and also
0: these things you know if you're a solo walker spend a lot of time walking on your own to be honest it, it is a must really isn't it this kind of thing is actually it is a lifesaver because you're going to be places where there is no mobile phone signal like this is rugged 100% waterproof you know you can strap it on your rucksack you can use it when it's frosty it's raining it's whatever fantastic battery life yep. so I think as a, as a solo walker or you've got a wife who walks around it's certainly worth looking at this mm. and potentially yep. uh, incorporate as well as if you lead, lead groups so overall we like the inReach um, so much so that we actually bought one ourselves and we use it within the business um, so and I, I keep going back to we did pay the money for it and we pay the subscription for it so we're not just like mm-hmm. oh yeah this is fantastic so go on if you want to let us have a free one we're more than welcome to take you <laughs> but we thought it's so much value we've, we've paid for ourselves so overall we like the inReach if you want to find more about it go to uh, gpstraining.co.uk click on sorry click on GPS store and then the left hand side you'll see a category that says GPS unit Garmin inReach satellite communicator you'll see some video reviews there you'll see what the unit looks like and you'll see the uh, different contracts available for it The next thing on the podcast today we're going to look at is topo mapping. We're revisiting this because we had a great question from one of our podcast listeners. He said, I'm now slightly confused about topo mapping. When I bought my 62 SC ages ago, there was a 62 ST options with topo mapping. I had the impression at the time that this was a sort of open source mapping. Has this mapping now been dropped by Garmin and now the word is Topo OSC OS mapping topo active? I know we cover it. So on an older unit andy the t meant something slightly different didn't it yeah so
1: garmin still do some units with the the, the older mapping so basically in the past if you bought something like a 62 t or a gps map 62 sct with a t at the end the montana they used to do it in the montana range there was the oregon 600s that we no longer do and i think i've said them all there the montana so there was the map 62s and 64s the montanas and the oregon 600 series the older series had a t at the end what that t meant was that it came with Garmin's recreational european topographical mapping so it was mapping covering all of europe one to a hundred scale yep. not the most detailed but i'll be honest it was a nice map to have in the background if you did a lot of traveling and didn't you know you didn't know where you were going to be from one month to the next and rather than keep buying maps you had something in the background rather than a very basic base map it was a lot more detailed than a basic base map but just one to a hundred K scale does that has trails and tracks on it or paths? Some, it, it does have some on it Um again you know it's one to a hundred scale it's yeah. not the most detailed but it did have features on topographical means land-made man-made features contour lines it, wasn't, it didn't have any routable data. We're so used to GPS devices now, certainly for road data, where even though it's designed really as a, a, walking, or a walking device, cyclists use the, the multi-activity devices we do, and they're used to routing on the roads like a car sat-nav. It didn't have any of that sort of data. I mean, so it wasn't a, a second choice for not having a car sat-nav when you were in Europe. You couldn't route on the roads. It was purely see yourself move across the map. Now, this mapping is still available, it's still the map that Garmin supplies on two units. So if you buy, these are two current models, so if you buy the 64ST, which has replaced the 62, that still has the European recreational mapping on it. We stock the 64ST in our shop. And also the Montana, the newer version of Montana, the 680T, that has that European recreational mapping. So it's not that it's totally been ditched, Mm -hmm. it's still available on a couple of units.
0: But then the new generation ones, the 700, 750, Oh sorry, seven fifty T, isn't yeah. it? And so, the touches are different.
1: So just to clarify this, so the older, the older units that had a T reference, that was this recreational mapman I've talked about. In the current range, it's the sixty four ST and the Montana six eighty T. So I'll now move on to the new generation mm. units. So the new generation of units in the Oregon series. We have the 750T. They don't do the 700 with a T at the end. So we have the 750T, and we also have the, the compact touchscreen eTrex Touches, a 25T and a 35T. So this is three units: eTrex Touch 25T, 35T, and Oregon 750T. Now the T now denotes that it comes. It's a different type of mapping. It's called Garmin turbo Active Europe. It covers 46 European countries so Western and Eastern Europe different style to the old recreational mapping they don't give it a scaling like we had one to 100 1 to fifty etc it's not taken off a paper map as you zoom in you see more information as you zoom out you see less it doesn't have contour lines on it mm-hmm. but it does have height data built in so if you're using one of these touchscreen devices if you move you can get a little drone pin on the screen, as you move that across the screen, you'll see the height data in a box with height yeah. of where you are. It's very much, to me, it's a map that's brilliant for cyclists. Mm-hmm. If you're on your holidays, on your travels, and you're visiting Europe, any European country, great for walking around those towns and villages. In this country, walking around towns and villages instead of using the US mapping, if you're doing that sort of walking and it does have major trails and i know things that like i had a lady doing the camino de santiago in northern spain yeah. those major trails are marked on it it's not the same detail as an os map yeah but to get that mapping for 46 european countries yeah and the last bit that the bit of the the way they describe it it's called topo active what does active mean it means it's got active routing in it yeah. so you can route on it like we're used to in a car sat nav yeah. you can't say take me from a to b on the roads and it'll snap a route on the roads and give you turn-by-turn turn arrows on the screen. If the footpath you wanna go on is marked on the map, you can not actually get it to route you on the footpath with turn-by-turn turn as well. That's what they mean by active routing. That's why they've called it topoactive.
0: Right, okay. So those that are clarifies the difference between the old T and now the Topo Active mapping. So thank you very much for clarifying that, and I hope that all makes sense. Next thing we're going to look at is our Christmas GPS offers. We've got one week to go. We're recording this on Friday lunchtime. We've got one week to go before the last closest date before Christmas. And Garmin came to us the start of the year and said, what do we want as your quarter four promotion, they call it, which is actually only the last two months now, but they still call it quarter four promotion. So we opted for, as a business, I think the best, um, uh, two of the best units currently on the market, which are the Oregon 700 and the e Touch 25. So, Etrex um, 700 should be £499.99 for the next week or two. Is well, i us see how. See we sell out before Christmas, that so we've got it reduced to 399.99 pounds uh, 99 with 150,000 mapping. And the Etrex just 25 should be £329.99. It's reduced to £249.99. So, Andy, uh, just two minutes on each of those units and the main differences between each of those units. Yeah,
1: so these Christmas offers have been flying out the door, understandably. The Oregon 700 is one of my favourite units, it's a 3 inch Gorilla Glass screen, very tough screen, touch screen, sunlight readable, it's IPX7 weatherproof rated, so very high weather rating, be used outside all day no problems, simply powered from two AA batteries. Comes the, the one we've got on offer at 39999 that comes with a full GB 1 to 50 ordinance survey yeah. map card. I see so many people online selling these products where they make the customer think they get getting OS mapping with it and they're not. It's either a subscription to an app or it's just the ba- they, they say worldwide base map, which is a very basic, map. it's a
0: very political, work,
1: politically yeah. correct way He's, to say it. Andy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's just you know. You, you want it with OS map, and yeah. that's what you get with ours £399 it actually includes the OS map card in the unit that's right. maps you can view on the unit it's the equivalent to 203 Land Ranger maps
0: and that map cards worth £200 on its own products, yeah it? so
1: nice screen 3 inch screen it's got all the different it's what we call a multi-activity unit the Oregon 700 so it's not just for the walker you can use it for cycling geocaching it's got live geocaching when it's paired with your phone so you can pair it with your phone it's got a barometric altimeter from accurate height data bluetooth function again so you can pair with some of the additional accessories that Garmin do so it's really, it's, it's a top end unit to mm-hmm. be honest uh Favoured unit by myself, so that's the Oregon 700 reduced to 39999. We do also have it available with full 1 to 25k mapping. Got two versions 599 and 649, two options of 1 to 25 mapping. Lots of information on my website about that. Brilliant! So the Touch 25, so it's like the smaller brother or sister of this unit, touchscreen unit again. 2.6 2.6 inch color screen so slightly smaller screen so the touch 25 reduced from 329 to 24999 now remember again this has got full ordnance survey 50 k mapping with it a map card that's worth 200 pound on its own yep. and a unit that's only costing you 249 pounds 99 this one again has been flying out the doors equivalent to 203 land ranger maps on the unit It's got a nice tough screen. It's not the Gorilla Glass screen, but it's still an anti scratch screen, sunlight readable, powered by two AA buttons, uh, two AA buttons, two Two AA AA batteries. batteries. (laughs) Um, Has an electronic compass the same as the Oregon 700, so it will, when you're stationary, Orientate the way you're heading, whether the unit's held flat or upright. So, both the units have the electronic compass. What you don't get with a touch unit, you haven't got the barometric altimeter for the extra height data, the more accurate height data, and you haven't got any of these Bluetooth functions for pairing with the phone, for adding on the accessories or the live geocaching. Still use it, still brilliant for geocaching. It's still a multi activity unit, so it's set up for cycling, hiking, um, geocaching. So, still a great unit, just with some lesser features and that slightly smaller screen
0: Brilliant, brilliant. So there's some really, I think, two good offers, and well, I think the way they've been flying out the door. Thankfully, we've got some stock, and we had some problems a week or two
1: of stock. So, thankfully so many go out
0: literally, we were, we were selling many tens of them for every uh, every day. And I think we've thankfully done this right this Christmas. We've chose two great units. We feel very confident selling them. We, like they are, they are good ones, and and whether you're buying them for a present for somebody or buying one for yourself, they are good discounts. We can't we can't offer these discounts ourselves. We've had to team up with Garmin because we don't make the money that we've discounted on these GPS units so if you can afford it please do take up the offer because um, they say it won't be back at that price we won't for the foreseeable future as well until unless something happens in the marketplace so those are two offers uh, for this Christmas with Oregon 700 each extra 25 again most of them come with 150,000 but the Oregon 700 we can do with 125,000 yep. as well isn't it <laughs> Okay, next thing is the top tips, both SatMap and Garmin. Top tips, Andy, as
1: usual, is going to give us our top tips. Are you going to go with the Garmin one first? Yeah, we'll do the Garmin. Both the tips, are, I'm going down the same avenue today. It's about battery life, because at that time of year, colder temperatures, and as we all know, cold temperatures can affect batteries in your unit. <coughs> so if I start with the Garmin GPS devices, so things like the Oregon, the E-TREX Touch, Map64, they take two. AA batteries. Mm-hmm. So to get the best out of your batteries in the winter, we would always recommend don't use alkaline batteries. I would always recommend if you're using throwaway batteries, you use lithium batteries. If you're not using throwaway batteries and we all want to be a bit greener, use rechargeable batteries best ones for cold temperatures are something like the Panasonic Eneloop batteries. They perform more like a lithium battery. They will work down to minus 20. Tell us the
0: price of those first. Um, they do, uh, the Eneloop <laughs> Pro,
1: um, we sell an Eneloop Pro charger for £55 with oh, four right, batteries. No, too bad. Um, that comes with four batteries. But if you're wanting the best out, you know, out yep. of your rechargeable batteries, I'm going to give you some tips. If you're not using the Eneloop ones, which will work better in colder temperatures, good quality rechargeables at least Mm 2300 milliamp hours capacity And then there's a few tips that you can do in the unit to get the best out of it. So they're the main batteries that we tend to use. Now, in all of the Garmin units, a lot of customers do sometimes miss this just from the sort of calls I get on the support desk. In every Garmin unit, you've got an option called Setup and System. So when you go into your main settings, which is the little spanner symbol on your unit, and you've got an option called System, if you've put your own AA batteries in, you'll have a menu that says Battery Type and a lot of time that doesn't get changed by customers. So if you've been using rechargeable batteries and decide winter's coming, I'm going to put some lithium batteries in, you do need to go into the unit and go into that setting under system, and battery type and change it to say i'm using lithium why do we need to change that battery type then all batteries have a slightly (coughs) different voltage and the screen itself is looking for that voltage or the compass itself reacts to the different voltages so if you don't change the voltage if you've been using rechargeable batteries which is normally the nimh setting or if you're using the pre-charged like the Eneloop, the NIMH pre-charged. If you suddenly put lithium batteries in and don't change the setting, it's looking for a different voltage and you'll find things like screen freezers or battery life will just go down really quick when it yeah. shouldn't be. So that's the main thing, change the battery type. The other thing you can look at on your Garmin units, all Garmin units have a backlight setting, which normally we have about halfway. So on all the Garmin units, you've either got the option with things like the older generation, MAP64s, Etrex 20s, and um, 30s you touch the power button on the side and you get a little bar that you slide up or down so make sure your backlight's not too high mm-hmm. on the eTrex touches you press the power button once and you've got a little arc at the top of the screen where you you move the backlight down and finally on the new sort of oregon 700 range you swipe down from the bottom of any screen and you can put your backlight setting down mm-hmm. the other thing you can do in setup and display on all the Garmin units, you've got a backlight timeout setting, so you can reduce that. And you've also got a function called battery save, which, when you put battery save on, the screen will actually go off when your backlight timeout settings went, and that, but the unit's still actually on recording uh-huh. where you walk, um, and then you just touch the power button to bring the screen back on. And I think the final one I would mention. I mean, there's a lot of little things there you can do to save battery more to do with backlight timeout and time. A lot of customers don't realise this. Um, when you, when you leave the unit on the map page, it uses more battery mm-hmm. than any other screen because you've got the color map scrolling the whole time. So my tip is when you're finished with a map page, move it off the map page to another screen yeah. and leave it on another screen while you're walking makes
0: sense actually if it's drawing the map all the time it's going to use up a lot of battery life i know i do off-road cycling and, I, and like i found that very quickly if you're cycling all day long it's drawing that map all the time it completely yeah. not say destroys your battery life but you're lucky you get six or seven hours yeah. out but where if you're on the compass page navigating a route or a track actually the battery life is is now 10 11 hours yeah out.
1: exactly i mean you, you can't i mean there's a few other th- extra things that garmin put forward that do work we don't tend to find once you've done all those other things i've said that you need to do on the map page itself we normally set the map page and settings the orientation so the map's always pointing the way you're heading it's what we call track up if in settings you go to map set up and map and orientation if you actually change the map page to north up it uses a little bit less battery it's not my favorite one because i love the map and track up i like the unit the fact we've got the three axis compass Mm -hmm. i want the unit to point the way i'm heading when i'm walking but you could put the map into into just north up. Brilliant. So that's on the Garmin units. Okay, and sat SatMap? So on the SatMap units, it's similar things really for, you know, you've got backlight setting on your SatMap units. So if you've got the Active 12 or Active 20, you can go into setup and in the power settings, you can adjust your backlight. Now the SatMap units have a backlight boost button on the side. Um, on the Active 20, it's the very top left-hand button. And on the Active 12, it's the very top right-hand button. What I tend to do is, that, that backlight button, I have it really low. I have it on one of the lowest settings because when you actually go into the advanced power control settings on the SatMap unit, you can actually adjust the unit to say when you touch any of the buttons that the backlight comes on for a certain amount of time. So you don't really need it up high all the time because what you do is when you touch the screen on the new Active20 or press a button, the backlight will then boost anyway. So I'd recommend have the backlight permanently quite low and then go into your setup power control and advanced settings and put the backlight boost to be quite low so it maybe right. comes on for 20 seconds mm-hmm. Um so that's one thing you can do on the sat map also on the sat map you can actually um put the unit in um the same as the Garmin you could put the map in uh, north up that saves battery and the final one I'll mention on the sat map in advanced power settings they do have an option called power save mode and okay. it has an advanced setting in there so on the sat map unit the active 12 and active 20 you go into your settings advanced power you'll see one called power save mode if you adjust that power save mode and um, to the advanced one it doesn't send out a, it only gets a satellite signal every I think it's every four seconds instead of every every second and that'll save battery but when you're in that advanced power mode the map will always be in north of it doesn't allow the map to go okay. and track up but it will help save battery right brilliant
0: so there's some good top tips While we're just talking about these top tips, I thought the other thing we could mention quickly in the podcast is we've started over the last six, seven weeks doing these video top tips. So if anybody gets our newsletter, we know we used to do some text top tips in the bottom, but over the last six, seven weeks, we've started doing these as video top tips. So if you have access to our online resource, so if you go to our website, gpstraining.co.uk, click on online resource at the top, you can log into the online resource. And again, if you select Garmin uh, units there, or SatMap, you'll see Garmin top tips at the bottom, SatMap top tips, and this is what we've been working on over the last uh, five or six weeks and we, we introduce them every week so some of the things that we've just been looking at is uh, on the sat map no changing map page data box fields hibernate mode reverse a route on a sat map active 20 etc etc on the Garmin would be um, the one that's just been uploaded yesterday was hiding preloaded geocaching setting the map page for track up uh, to north up, which Andy was just talking about there securing a micro SD card using the round routing option for the Oregon uh, with with topo Pro Mapping and this kind of thing. So, if you do like the top tips we're talking about um, in the podcast, go to our online resource. You go to gpstraining.co.uk, click on online resource, and the top bar you uh, see. Um Sorry, online resource you can log in there and uh, you can see these top tip videos there uh, if you bought a unit from us you get free access for one year to the online resource Our alternative is 25 pounds a year but again it's something we're updating um, all the time so it's hopefully uh, well it is worth the 25 pound a year I'm going to categorically. tell you that <laughs> next thing we're going to look at is a satmap active 20 going back to satmap um replacement of battery options so um i know the satmap active 20 comes with this massive 500 mah LiPo battery and a number of people have been inquiring about with backup battery and other options there's another two options isn't there for a replacement yeah. or a battery So so the
1: active 20 is actually, it's a 5000 milliamp hour battery with the active 20 that you get so that gives you a really big life but what you can do a couple of options that Satmap now do for the active 20 of course you can buy a replace a spare battery so you could charge one battery up in the unit take it out put another battery in charge it up so you've always got a spare battery and um, the spare batteries are 40 pounds but a cheaper option we stock under the Satmap accessories something called the AA emergency battery pack and what that does is you slide out the lipol battery and you replace it with this battery pack but it does require three AA batteries they're not supplied with it yep. so you make sure obviously you take that out with you you've got three AA batteries now we do recommend not alkaline batteries or even rechargeable get, get a set of something like the uh, lithium batteries we tend to recommend energizer ultimate so you make sure you've got three lithium batteries in there and you slide this emergency battery pack in. It's only £20 for the emergency battery pack. But an important thing, anyone who's using that emergency battery pack, you do need to go back into the settings on your SatMap GPS. So you go into settings and advanced power control and normally the the battery type there will be set as LiPol, which is the built-in battery. You've got to remember to change that to say you're using AA lithium when you do put the emergency okay, battery right, pack in, thing. it's the same i mean actually you know on the old act of 12 that had a little battery cradle with three batteries in the same setting in there you had to go into advanced power and make sure you change it to say you're using three AA lithium and then change it back to the LiPo battery when you put the LiPo battery back right, in.
0: Right, okay, so those are two options. We've got the, the, the replacement battery, which is 40 pounds, or there's this AA battery pack, isn't there, for 20 pounds off yeah. Sammap. or we we'll can buy it from ourselves, not from a directly. We stock them, we st- we've we've got got them. stock got the plenty in stock. We've got plenty in stock. The big debate this month is, if you're going to wake up on Christmas morning, are you going to have any outdoor GPS units under the Christmas tree? and there's no money sitting on this, so guys, think <laughs> as big as you want to. Which one would it be? And if you're not getting a new GPS for Christmas and you could have one GPS accessory on Christmas morning, what accessory would that be? Because Henry's been quiet for the last 10, 15 <laughs> minutes uh, and we'll give him first bite of the ten. Henry, if you could have one GPS on Christmas day with any mapping and accessory, what would
2: you want to wake up to? I'd take an Oregon 750.
0: Oregon seven fifty
2: with what mapping? With backpack. Oh with what mapping, yeah. sorry. I think the one the fifty is good enough personally. Yep. But some people like more detail and it's personal choice, but I think for guiding and that one to fifty gives you enough detail.
0: Oregon seven fifty likes his camera as well. Yeah. And your accessory, what accessory would you like to wear? I'd take into? a backpack
2: tether, definitely.
0: Backpack tether. So we do the sound effects on the backpack tether as well. It's one of the few <laughs> things we can do well. <laughs> there you are, <laughs> the backpack tether working. That's actually on the in reach So the backpack tether, you can attach your rucksack to it so you touch your GPS to your rucksack strap. It's got a bit of a cord on as well. So again, if it accidentally falls off, it doesn't fall to the ground. And it's really nice because <laughs> your GPS has got a clear view the skies and it's one of our most popular accessories so um,
2: and it doesn't dangle like it does with a carabiner
0: yeah so it holds it fixed in place. so Henry would have a Oregon 750 going Oregon 750 with a backpack tether Andy
1: I'm copying Henry <laughs> well, <I thought> you <laughs> but that no no 20. slightly <laughs> different Um, um you know you've heard me on podcast previously I do a lot of walking and hiking but I also do a lot of road cycling as well and I always like the idea of one unit for one job so within the Garmin range definitely the Oregon 700 series now we talked about different mapping uh, so the European T mapping earlier because I cycle a lot I love that topoactive mapping not just I don't do a lot of travel in a boat to be honest but for this country I like using that mapping when I'm cycling rather than the US mapping so me personally it would be the 750T but I'm right. like Henry, the 1-50 map, and I'm happy mm-hmm. with. I like, Sometimes I can find you and have too much detail on the screen. I like using a Land Ranger map. So it'd be the 750T, the Land Ranger mapping for me walking, but I'd get the T version because I've got that European mapping, which even just for using in this country, I prefer for the cycling. And right? your accessory? The accessory would be the cycle mount, because I kind of put up my bike without this. <laughs> <laughs> so if I didn't already own one, um, I would need the cycle mount as well. <clears throat>
2: I think it's worth saying that the 750 is the one with a camera, and the reason I went for that is because the camera geotags. When you take a photo with geotags, your photos, so it gives it a grid reference immediately, so you know where that. And it
0: overlays is. it on the map as well, it yeah. doesn't it? Other That's why I know. think oh, the 750, yeah. so 750 and 750T. God, I wish I could her uh, oh. from that, but actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the 700 or 750. I'll go for the 700, which is to increase battery life by not having a camera, or the 700. <laughs> But as people have listened to podcasts in the past, you know, I'm quite mean and I wouldn't personally buy the Topo um, Great Britain Pro mapping myself, which is the 125,000 rootable mapping within the national park. But if money was no object, I would have that under Christmas tree. So I'd have <laughs> a 700, Oregon 700, and with the 125,000 Topo Pro mapping, which I know is a th- the mapping alone is the £349.99 product. So I see I've spent quite a lot of money there, um, but money's no object. So I'd buy an Oregon 700, or how to have an Oregon 700 with the Topo Pro and as my accessories i'm going to wave i do i do love the backpack tether. these guys are all chosen. but i'm going to go for the temp sensor again if you're on facebook you see i'm holding up the temp center this is a, a a wireless temperature sensor and you can pop this in your rucksack or something like this and it tells you the temperature doesn't yeah, it Yeah.
1: you normally it's got a um you can tie it onto um the outside of like a zip or something yeah. Um i've seen people with it on their boot laces before and it'll give you the you, you can change one of the data fields on the Oregon 700 GPS or 750 GPS to show what the temperature is, so you know uh, if it's getting a bit cold. I think I need to go uh, back home or into the pub for a drink.
0: Exactly right. And with the cold temperatures we've had in the last few weeks, I thought it would be quite good. I kind of, I'm, I'm quite excited, looking forward to Christmas getting out getting plenty of miles under my belt, and it'd be quite nice to climb to the top of the summits and see actually how cold it is, and report back. So again, it could uh, some nice pictures you could put a post on social network of how cold it actually. I've is I've got a, nice,
1: a customer, uh, a customer who deals with us quite a bit, said what he uses the tempy sensor for. He sits in his conservatory with his Oregon 700 and just outside he's conservative because he's got a little bit of range with the Bluetooth he has the temperature sensor <laughs> sitting, sitting to decide what the temperature's like he sticks it outside waits 20 minutes or so for the temperature to settle down sees what the temperature is and decides whether he's going out for a walk or not
0: fantastic yeah. so that's the big debate a bit of a seasonal one what would we have uh, for it um, SatMap I'm going to quickly jump onto SatMap Accessories for SatMap for Christmas. So again, if you were getting a SatMap and that was your chosen one from the Christmas tree, it would be Active20, I think there'd be no doubt in that. I think we would be silly to have anything else. But there's some really nice accessories, aren't there, for the uh, Active 20? Yeah,
1: so the SatMap Active 20, which was very much our walker's unit with a large high-resolution screen, what they've done with the new Active 20, they've brought in a range of quadlock accessories which clip onto the back of the unit, really nice and secure. There's a couple of different bike mounts. So if you're a cyclist, it tends to get used more by the mountain bikers, the SatMap Active 20. You've got the two quadlock bike accessories that we do. There's a nice belt clip as well. I've had a few customers order the belt clip, and I've had some nice feedback on the belt clip. I think the quad lock accessories would be one of the ones to go for those quad sat-map.
0: lock accessories are unbelievable you know because they do it for uh, smartphones and all sorts of things you Not know, on these these are like uh, and again the bike bracket I know we don't really recommend the active Twenty for bikes but it's got a nice bike bracket as that sits out I think for mountain
1: bikers up. mountain bikers like that big screen yeah. the high-res screen so the active 20 for mountain biking with that quad lock accessory yeah. it's a good accessory and
0: they're well proven those accessories those quad lock accessories uh, yeah. like so again we've got those yeah. in stock so if you fancy looking at our website look at the uh, the sat map accessory in you know, our store and you'll see all the quad lock accessories there so have a look at that as we're drawing to the end of the podcast we're gonna have a quick look at the courses we have coming up at GPS tree I'm not gonna go through all the courses because we've got no courses until January now but just to flag up a couple of uh, new course locations for 2018 we've got EM in the Peak District so that's a new course in February of next year uh, so first time we've been in the Peak District, and that's at the Youth Hostel there. And at Great Cransley in Northamptonshire, I think that's February or March, we've yep. got that uh, next year. And Ian, who uh, does our South of England course, he's coming to Northamptonshire, and he's doing those courses. And these a new courses will complement our current two-day courses that we do in Cotswolds, Five Lakes, New Forest, Northumberland, Sherwood, and the South Downs the webinars which again I don't know if people know these live seminars we do which are live seminars we do in the evening uh, teaching how to use GPS unit again we've got a bit of a break but we start again in uh, January once everybody's got their Christmas presents uh, they'll be logging on and wanting to learn how to use them so uh, we'll be starting those uh, webinars again in January again if you buy a GPS unit from us you get the webinars for free alternatively the £19.99 so if you want to know more about our GPS training courses visit GPS training click on GPS training courses on the top menu bar to finish off our fourth podcast many thanks again for listening and and to what we've been talking about in the podcast um, if you are looking for a GPS unit for Christmas, um, don't forget our last post gate is the 22nd, I think it was a Friday before Christmas. um If we do post out on that Friday, it would be before lunchtime. So, order before lunchtime and uh, we can specify a Saturday delivery and it will arrive before one o'clock that Saturday. So, if you're wanting a unit before Christmas, please do get in touch. Um, Please do tell your friends again about the podcast and GPS training. So if you're enjoying the podcast, let your friends know about it. If you're into walking groups and other such things, let them know about what we're doing here at GPS training. And if you bought a GPS unit from us over the last 12 months, or alternatively on one of our GPS training courses, you'll be getting our GPS training brochure, which will be arriving between Christmas and New Year. It's been dispatched on the 27th, Of December and you get a little package through the uh, door and it'll have all our course dates in there little articles and other such things so again if you've got that to look forward to if you bought your GPS unit from us all our 2018 courses uh, are on the website, um, so uh, you can have a look at what dates come up. And I'm not just saying this the courses in January, absolutely, with that mail shot going out, they get so busy. Um, and, and therefore, we do get people in January going, Oh, I can't find a course that's free till May. That's sadly because you are too late doing this. So, if you all want to go on a course, uh, do put yourself on nice and early. And don't forget, you can watch a recording of this podcast on uh, our YouTube channel, which is GPS Training UK. And finally, don't forget, you can subscribe and rate our podcast. Really appreciate it if you subscribe, uh, especially on iTunes, and rate it because it does help our ranking go up through the podcast uh, channels. So, many thanks for Andy and Henry for joining me um, for this uh, this our last uh, GPS Training podcast for. Um, 2017. Um, very have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Get out there, get a few miles under your belt this Christmas. I know I'm going to do so. Um, our final podcast of the year. Thank you very much, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Happy and uh, we look anyone? forward to uh, seeing you again in the new year. Thank you.